Whole 30 day 11. You guys, I got the day right. Yay. My brain's working again. Feeling good. I'm on my way to the gym. I'm going to go see my old friends at Sloan's Lake CrossFit this morning. That's the gym I was working at a couple years ago. And I love to drop in there every once in a blue moon and say hi and work out with my friends. And you just develop such a family at other gyms too. So I'm excited to see them. Um, I am wanting to reflect on a couple things. One is that I had a, we had a writer uh, message us, or a listener, sorry. We had a writer. We had a writer listen to us. We had a writer... Uh, <laughs> We had a listener write in and she uh, represents supplement companies and she said, she's like, Joy, just, just so you know, like not all supplements are bad. Like people really have your health and wellness in mind and they're, you know, obviously wanting, they have, they have a business, so they want to be in business, uh, but don't shy away from all supplements and just know that it's not all just scheming to make money. And I really appreciated that because, you know, I think every once in a while we just kind of get scared of like what we're putting on our body and you, you put trust in these companies to like say, um, to have what is in the label in your body serving you. I don't know. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you for, for writing and mentioning that. So not all supplements are bad. So I will continue to roam the aisles. You will see me there. I'll meet you guys there. It's just weird, like, fascination for me. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I'm such a geek. But I also, I will say as well, one of my friends a long time ago when I was like, talk, we were talking about nutrition and food and she's like, I just, I get so overwhelmed when I go to the grocery store and I don't know what to buy and I don't know what's in things and I, you know, etc. And so she kind of like doesn't really take the time to buy new things or products that are healthier because she just gets overwhelmed. And I encourage you if you have time, I mean, most of you guys probably have already done this and, but if you, if you haven't and you're listening and you're kind of like, I just don't know where to start. I encourage you to just take a field trip to a grocery store, health food store, and just roam the aisles and like, look at products you've never purchased before. I do that all the time. Like, sadly, I'm kind of like in a world of, I always have my headphones in. (laughs) I'm one of those people. So go put some podcasts on. And which, by the way, today our two hour, two and a half hour episode with Mind Pump dropped, so you can spend two and a half hours with us in your ears and read labels. And um, that's kind of what I do is I will go and just roam. I don't love grocery shopping, but I will go and just kind of like make a make a fun trip out of it. I try to make it fun by just exploring new products because there's always going to be new products. And then I just read labels and I see what's on them and I kind of get to know, you know, what, I don't know. You, you just kind of like, I think the other thing is like, um, like who has time for that? And I get that. Like I have the luxury of some time. So, uh, but if you ever kind of get overwhelmed with products and things that are, you know, on the shelves and you don't know what to buy, I, I think that's just something that has helped me to kind of just get to know what's on the shelves. (laughs) It's not, it like sounds kind of stupid saying it, but it's it, that is just a little something that has helped me. Um, 
And then just as far as supplements too, like I, I am at a point in my life where I totally feel like, um, it is important to just to learn first what is important for your body and what, where your deficiencies are. So I, I have had a lot of blood work done and testing done to know what I need and don't need. Shout out to Inside Tracker and my friend Laura Ligos from The Sassy Dietitian. I mentioned her all the time, but I constantly text her and annoy her <laughs> with questions about this stuff. Anyway, so, and she's been super, super helpful. I love her. I love you, Laura. And uh, the other thing I want to mention too is our favorite, favorite listener, David Fitzpatrick wrote this morning and right as I was leaving for the gym, I was like, leave, you know, reading some emails and he was like, Hey, I just want, you know, I'm listening to the whole 30 episodes and I just want to say that not all restriction is bad. I think I have this, I'm very, very aware that I'm very concerned about sounding like I'm restricting <laughs> because we don't want to put that message out there. Uh, to our listeners and we don't want to, I don't know, feel like we're jumping on another bandwagon and starting this whole new restrictive way of eating and focusing on eating in general. But look, that's the reality of it is we want to be healthy and what being healthy means being paying attention to what you're putting in your body. And then also we can't escape the fact that we do have relationships with food. We have to eat every day. So we have to evaluate that. And food is a very highly emotional thing for, for us, the majority of us. And so he was like, I just want you to be aware that like restriction isn't always a bad thing. Like you, you know, don't, don't be afraid to say that you're practicing some restrictive, uh, like discipline, I guess. And I love you for that, David. I love you. Well, I love you period, but I love you for bringing that up because that is such a good point. Uh, it's not always bad to, to have some discipline and to be paying attention to, uh, a certain way of eating or trying something out. And I kind that's kind of how I look at it is I'm doing an experiment and the experiment involves some restriction, but restriction is not a bad thing. And I do not have a poor relationship right now with this whole 30. I feel like I am totally in control. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling good. I'm not crying every day. You know, I have like mood swings, of course, but I'm not freaking out. Okay. I'm going to resume this, uh, after I work out, I just pulled up to the gym and I'm going to go kick some butt. Okay. Um, just got done working out and I was really aware today probably should have been a rest day. Um, I did a lot of shoulder work this week. We did a lot of heavy, not heavy, but high volume work with power snatches and handstand push-ups throughout the week. So, um, I don't know why, but I thought I could do a really high volume thruster workout today and my shoulders are just wrecked. So lesson learned, lesson learned to pace myself. I was having a really difficult time, uh, backing off. I had to drop the weight. I had to back off and go slow because my shoulders were just so smoked and 
my ego kind of got in the way and I was like, oh, I really am struggling because I can't do this right now. But I just kept saying, you're fine, you're fine, you're working, you're doing what you can and be nice to your body. Uh, I was also thinking this morning of just how much I love CrossFit when the, um, the clock goes off and you're like, three, two, one, go. And I always get so excited. It's how dorky is that? But I always just, that's like such a fun thing, fun thing for CrossFitters. Do you always get excited about your workout? There's always a starting point and there's always an exciting start line. I think that's what I love about doing races too. Okay. So, uh, as far as finishing my thought around lovely David's email about restriction is that I love this reframe and I just love this way of thinking. And I think what I always try to do is cater to everyone um, who's listening to the podcast just to make sure um, if there's anyone out there who kind of has like a tendency to restrict or has issues with eating that we're not kind of, that we're not tapping into that. So um, but I also am, compl- I am in complete agreement with you, David, that the restriction that we do is also really good to set boundaries and, uh, just be aware. Right. So he was like more or less saying, if I didn't restrict myself, I would eat my way up to 215 pounds again. And, uh, I get that, you know, I think that's, that's what they, that's what Melissa Hartwig talks about and Dallas uh, talk about in their book and the food with no breaks. I think what I'm also going to do is listen to that book again. The, it starts with food only because I think as I've been going along, I have been kind of forgetting some of the rules or some of the little taglines that have helped me along the way mantras. And, you know, this isn't hard, you know, going through a divorce is hard. Battling an illness is difficult uh, you know, being in, (laughs) being in a hard relationship, whatever it is that, you know, there's really big hardships. And if we say that drinking your coffee black is hard, you're kind of like, Oh, let's have some perspective. So I think that going back and listening to that book will be helpful for me because I really am starting to lose the mantras that helped me so much in the beginning. One of which is, food with no breaks and food with no breaks for me is almond butter. Uh, let's see, what else am I like kind of cracking out on? I haven't really cracked out on much. I would would just kind of blanket statement, almond butter, any type of thing that you can slather, (laughs) which is why I had such a love for PB2 and the powdered peanut butter. Um, So I uh, will go back and listen to that book. I think I just need the refresher of kind of getting that mentality back of what that means and why we have the relationship we have with certain foods and uh, more or less not so much saying, oh, this is good or bad, but more of, I have a weird relationship with this. And Gretchen Rubin talks a lot about this too on her podcast, Happy Happier. Uh, And uh, some of you have also written and written to us and said, you know, I'm an abstain abstainer versus a moderator. Uh, if you have to, some of you know that you can moderate. Some of you know that you can, uh, have control over certain foods. And some of you have to say, I absolutely cannot have this in my house or else I'll eat the entire bag. That's okay. Like why fight that? It's almost the same as, okay, this is extreme, but an alcoholic, 
why would you have alcohol in your house? Uh, if you know that you, <laughs> that's your drug of choice that you, why even have that extra step around you? Like why do it? You know, you may be at some point in your life, change that relationship where maybe your partner can drink and you're okay with that. But anyway, you get the point of what I'm saying is just don't put the temptations in front of you if you know that about your personality. And I think that's quite okay. I don't think there's something in us that we have to be like, well, you need to fix that relationship and you have to, you know, just have the almond butter around and just don't eat all of it. It's like, okay, so make it work for you. Bottom line. Yet again, make it work for you. Okay, Memorial Day is coming up. I want to know what you guys are up to this weekend. I'm always really curious about what you guys are doing with your lives. I know that sounds kind of geeky, but like we said in episode 200, it means a lot to me to know what you guys do in your life and in your days. There's a part of me that's just really interested in our community. Of course, we love our community, but I also am like, what are you guys up to? Tell me what you're doing. And uh, so shoot me a note and let us know. Instagram's a great way to do that. Girlsgonewad at gmail.com is also a great way to do that. And just say hello. I hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are still enjoying our little Whole30 shenanigans. We do enjoy doing this. And uh, but I also was texting Claire yesterday about how much I miss just the episodes with just her and I talking. It's really difficult to just do this on our own. Um, not difficult in the way of like time-wise, it's really not hard to do time-wise. It doesn't take much time at all for us, but I really am coming to realize how much different I am talking to a recorder versus talking to Claire and how much I appreciate our relationship and our dynamic because she brings out so much, so uh, a different side of me and, uh, that's really important to me. So while we love doing these little voice memos, I uh, don't anticipate this being a regular thing <laughs> down the road. And maybe at some point, like if we do a, another challenge where it's important for us to kind of have accountability, I think this is a really cool way to do it. But yeah, that's just my, my thoughts. We were kind of talking about that yesterday. I'm like, I love it. And I'm glad everyone's getting so much out of it. And it's definitely bonus material. This is definitely not something I want to keep uh, a standard of for the podcast because this is, it's Claire and I. Claire and Joy. Joy and Claire. Okay. I love you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, hey guys. How's it going? Day 11. I think it's day 11. Crap. I'm just losing track of everything. I think it's day 12 because we didn't release yesterday. Okay. So it is day 12. I guess it's kind of nice that I'm not like too aware of which day it is on the whole 30 because then it's like, you're just counting down the days till you're done. And I haven't been there. I'm actually really proud of myself for that. Not that it's been difficult though. So (laughs) I don't know how much credit I should be giving myself. It's not hard at all. I'm so proud. Um, I was uh, just listening to the mind pump interview that we did with the guys and uh, we, we released it yesterday. So I've been listening to it off and on here and there. And it was hard to pick up the recorder this morning to start recording because I I really love listening to the boys. I love them so much. And if you haven't listened, check it out. Their podcast has so much good information and they just take such a wide perspective 
and speak about fitness in a very broad view. So it is important, I think, for a lot of us to make sure we're getting, we're looking outside of the sport that we're doing or the fitness regimen that we're doing um, just just to open our minds a little bit. And I think they have it nailed and I just, I really love them. Anyway, so uh, Whole30 Day 12, I I think you're just going to have to assume that every single day I start recording now, I'm just going to lose track of which day I'm on. But I, uh, Claire and I went to dinner last night with a good friend of ours, Jess. We talk about her all the time. She's, she's our tribe of our texting chain. So the three of us have a texting chain that we constantly text each other throughout the day of just, you know, shit that we are having to deal with. And it's a good little mini support group. I encourage you to find one of those. I, uh, let's see. Oh, so we went to dinner last night for her birthday and we, there's, luckily Denver has an amazing, uh, pool of restaurants to choose from if you're doing any type of diet. And so we went to this restaurant called Root Down, which also has a location at Denver International Airport. If you are passing through DIA, you have to go to the terminal with Root Down. Oh, they're just the best. They're the best. So they cater to any type of diet you could imagine. And we get there and we're like, okay, look, we're so sorry, but we are on the Whole30. <laughs> and so they made us this amazing salad with chicken and we had scallops and it was, it was delightful. Uh, and actually the listener who, um, suggested I buy that wow, those wow drops. There's like, they're like minty, kind of like peppermint oil, more or less. It's just peppermint oil. And, uh, I put that in my water and it was delicious. Claire wouldn't do it though. Cause she's like, it tastes like mouthwash. And I think she's scarred from growing up with hippies. <laughs> no oils for Claire. So, um, I really am feeling good. I have, uh, I'm trying to think. Yesterday, mood was much better. Uh, I'm trying to think of like anything really that's kind of coming. I think the main point is just paying attention to, um, I guess, like the, the the amount of food I'm eating and just being mindful of that. That's kind of where I'm at right now is uh, trying to tune in a little bit more. I think those of us who are really have just been healthy most of our lives. This takes it to another level of just fine tuning. So I'm not really beating myself up over the details. You know, I am throughout the day, just kind of paying attention to when I'm hungry and when I'm maybe craving something or even routines that I used to do. Um, you know, if I used to have a quest bar at 10 AM or whatever, Uh, there's a little bit of that and it's kind of funny because I have, I still have some of those laying around and they're not like calling to me. So I guess that's a good sign. I'm not craving much. Uh, I'm just kind of being more mindful of, of when I'm feeling hungry versus I, I, God, I feel like I'm all over the place this morning. I don't really feel intense cravings and I've never really been that person to begin with. So I don't think that I think because the book kind of suggested that people are going to have cravings, I think it's just because they're really catering to a wide range of folks. So 
in my case, I've never been one to have like intense cravings for a certain type of food. I just never really have. Uh, sure, I like sugar and I like sweet things, but I'm not like, oh my God, I have to have this right now. You know, it's just more like, yeah, that's good. I'll have some of that. And like, you know, I'd kind of more of more out of habit than out of craving. So that's kind of where I'm, what I'm saying. Um, but overall feeling great. There's a little bit of, uh, I did have a little bit of stress yesterday of the macro counting. There was a moment where I was like, Oh God, like letting that go has been, was easy at the beginning. And now I'm kind of going through that again of just like, should I go back to that when I end this? And eh, I'm going to just not worry about that right now. But I did I'm just, again, trying to be totally honest here. I did have that thought and, uh, I'm just going to pay attention to that. So overall feeling good, feeling like I have great energy. I'm happy. I, you know, there's nothing that I feel like deprived on. Um, I'll do a part two here. I just pulled up to the gym again. Sorry, but it's Friday and you guys, it's Memorial Day weekend, and I want to hear what you guys are up to, and I want to know if you're doing Murph. Tag us in your Murph photos as well, because that's really cool, and that's a really difficult workout, but I always love doing those workouts because I am thinking of the reason why we're doing them. Okay, part two coming. Good morning. It is Whole30 Day 12, May 26th. It is Friday. Um, so we've made it through our second work week almost, which is great. Um, although I don't know about you guys, I feel like the work week is a lot easier to get through than the weekend because you can just pack your lunch and that's that. And you aren't, you know, like your schedule is kind of the same every day and you aren't in um, unfamiliar situations. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's exciting and get, getting it ready to go into a Memorial Day weekend. Um, there's like, I'm on my way to work right now and there's like nobody on the road. Apparently everybody but me took a four day weekend, which good for them. Um, but coming off the last few days, um, I just am still experiencing a lot of gut issues and it's kind of frustrating to feel like, okay, you know, I'm almost halfway through this program and I'm still, you know, having meals that send me running to the bathroom. And so, um, obviously whatever is going on either <clears throat> is, you know, something that's more, um, significant than just directly tied to a certain food choice. But, um, it definitely has gotten better. I mean, like I was saying that was happening with every meal for a little while and now it's just happening maybe a couple times a week. So maybe it's just my gut is still healing, but, um, it's definitely frustrating. So I'm kind of starting to feel like losing a little bit of motivation because I feel like if this is still happening, even though I'm putting all this work into, you know, not eating certain foods that it kind of feels like, well, what's the point? But I'm trying to trust the process and just get to the point where I feel like, okay, you know, regardless of whether that is resolved, it is giving me information in the sense that now I have data that tells me, well, maybe it's not just a food thing. Maybe it's something, you know, I need to go to a doctor about. And, um, a couple of people have written with different suggestions, like maybe it's way, way too much fiber, which, um, you know, definitely could be a factor. I think I'm not really eating. Um, I guess actually what I should say is I'm not really seeing the problem after I eat specifically high fiber meals, like the cauliflower rice or, you know, a big salad or whatever. Like that's not really when I'm seeing the problem. 
And I just don't really, there still really isn't a clear tie. Um, you know, there's not even really like a certain time of day when it happens. So anyway, that's been frustrating, but, um, somebody else also suggested, you know, they said that they had did a whole 30 and they had to, they were having some problems. They did a whole 30 and it kind of got better, but not really. And then finally they went to the doctor and found out they had an ulcer. This isn't really like that high up. This is definitely a gut problem, whatever is happening. Um, but nonetheless, I, you know, this is all just more data, I guess, even though it's frustrating that I'm not seeing like these amazing, like, Oh my gosh, I did whole 30. And within two days, my, you know, problems were cleared up that has not happened. Um, but my migraine situation has gotten a lot better, you know, is more or less resolved right now. So that is really positive. So just trying to focus on that and, um, yeah, just try to see the rest of it as data. So we went out to dinner last night for our friend Jess's birthday. It was her birthday last weekend or two weekends ago. And we went to this restaurant in Denver called Root Down, and we get there, and Joy Joy and I got there before Jess did, and Joy had a birthday card with her. And so our server came over and said, oh, is it, are you waiting for a friend? And we said, yeah. She said, oh, is it, is it her birthday? And we said, yeah, it is. And he said, okay, so I can bring out the dessert menu at the end, but, like, I'll, I'll already have a dessert ready to go in the, in the back with a candle for her. And we were like, oh, no. <laughs> we, and we were like, thank you. That's so sweet. But none of us are eating sugar. And he was like, you're not eating sugar. We're like, no, like we can't have any sugar. And he was like, okay. And he was like, well, that pretty much rules out all of our dressings and sauces. He's like, okay, so what else can't you have? And so we started telling him about all the things we can't eat. And he was so nice. And the reason we went to Root Down is because we know that they are really, really, really good about helping people find things on the menu if they have like they have food restrictions um and they he just like could not have been nicer and more accommodating and he just kept coming back and saying okay um you know we thought we could maybe do this but that's not an option so instead we're going to try this and like to keep sugar out of our out of our food and it was just so nice I was definitely a little bit embarrassed at first to be like that high maintenance group but everyone was so sweet to us and they were really, really helpful and really excited to like help us find a solution. And, um, so we all ended up getting the same thing, which I think probably helped the kitchen in the long run, but we got this really big, amazing salad with, um, just using lemon wedges for dressing, which I had never done that before. Usually I just ask for balsamic vinegar, but I like the lemon wedge thing. That was Jess's I'm sure you guys are all like, duh, Claire, everybody does that, but I had never done it and I really liked it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, there was like a roasted chicken thigh that we got on top and it was just really, really good. So super good, good experience going out to dinner last night, even though, you know, there was like one thing on the menu ultimately that we ended up being able to get. It was still delicious and it was still fun to just go and hang out. And I think that's the thing that I've learned a lot about going out to eat during Whole30 is that a lot of times I view going out to eat as this like indulgent experience. And I, I view it as like, you know, kind of treat yourself type of mentality. But when you go out on Whole30, you kind of realize like this, once again, the stuff that you eat when you're at a restaurant that you don't even really notice and don't even really realize. What are you doing, monkey? Where's the doggy? Miles is distraught because there are no doggies. I don't know what that means. I don't know where he's looking for doggies. It's just his entire life is like a big eye spy game looking for doggies. Anyway, um, but I, you know, I do think that for most people, 
they eat out infrequently enough that those types of meals are not a huge contributor contributor to their health. But it is always good to just be reminded of like, man, there's a lot of stuff that goes into this that if you don't ask about, you'll obviously never know. And it's probably not what you expect. You know, like you don't expect there to be sugar in every single sauce and every single dressing that a restaurant has. Um, so just interesting to kind of have that reminder. Um, I've been, I have been out one other time and I think I already talked about this and I just had a plain burger with some avocado slices and then a side salad, uh, which was really good. But my, I was with Brandon and we were with another friend and they both got like this big burger with brie and fries and all this good stuff. And I was just sitting there. I felt kind of sad, but ultimately, first of all, I know this is just for 30 days and like, eventually I'll be able to have fries again. But, you know, once again, just kind of trying to reframe of like, this is not a hardship. This is not hard, like eating good foods and not, you know, and like going through the process to try to find out what my body reacts to is something that I should be grateful that I have the opportunity to make these choices. I think about that a lot too, that like I am in a position where I can afford really high quality food and I, you know, have a life where I can cook my own food and where I, you know, come home every night and have a a big kitchen and all the ingredients that I need. And, you know, the fact that I can't go to, you know, I don't know, I don't go to like McDonald's anyway, but the fact that those options are gone kind of seems like I shouldn't really, I shouldn't really, once again, see that as a hardship because I should be, I, I want to look at it in the way of like, this is highlighting the positive things about food and the positive things about the way that I can personally use food and the way that I would like to have a relationship with food um, versus, you know, I want to be the be in control of what I put in my body versus the food, you know, having some sort of control over me. I don't want to be in that position where I feel like, you know, I am my ever mindlessly eating or making choices that like I know aren't healthy, but I'm just, you know, kind of under the control of my cravings. And this is, you know, a process towards that goal of being able to say like, I'm, I'm in control of what I eat. And that sounds so basic, but I think for everyone out there who's ever dealt with really, who's ever just like been a human in America, you know, that that, or in, you know, a Westernized, um, country, I think, you know, that that's much easier said than done to say, I have control over what I eat. So, which is bizarre to realize that, that, you know, that should be the case. And yet it's not yet, you know, there are so many other factors. I think Joy talked about us a couple of days ago that like eating is so emotional. Um, and you know, when you hear about health, you know, that way, ways to eat for health and whatnot, it's always like just food is fuel, like fuel your body. And, you know, we see, we even say that, but at the same time, we know there's such a huge emotional component to it. But you know, I think a huge part of this process for me is really being able to take a step back and look at what objectively, like, what are those emotions that come into it? What can I, what can I learn from that in a positive way? And what can I let go of that's negatively impacting my food choices because of my emotional ties to certain things? So, um, the other thing is this might be TMI, but I started my period today and that also is like not great when you, you know, like this time of month, you just want to curl up with a glass of wine and I'm not going to do that. So 
kind of have that to go on for me, which is fine. But it's just, you know, another hormone fluctuation situation that once again tries to take control and just reminding myself that that's not healthy. And even though hormones obviously play a huge role in the things that you want and the things that you need to eat, it shouldn't be an excuse to make unhealthy choices. So, um, you know, I'm definitely not depriving myself, but I'm not giving in to just the things that I would do out of habit, um, around this time. So anyway, going into the weekend, I'm feeling pretty good. I think that summer holidays actually are a lot easier to eat whole 30 than we realize. I think most holidays actually are because there's almost always like, you know, in the winter for the holidays, there's almost always like a turkey and just side veggies. And then in the summer, it's almost always a grill and you can just, you know, eat veggies off the grill or bring, or not veggies, eat meat off the grill, you know, bring your own brats or eat burgers that somebody else makes and, um, you know, just be cognizant of what's in the ketchup or whatnot. But then you can, usually there's a salad and there's a lot of fruit. I mean, you could probably go to every single barbecue you have this weekend, bring your own bratwurst and then just live off of watermelon and be perfectly happy. I think that's a great plan. Um, we don't really have a ton of plans this weekend. We have a friend's graduation party brunch tomorrow. So probably I'll eat before, um, before we go to the brunch, just in case there isn't anything there that I can eat. Just cause knowing that a lot of times for big brunches, people like will put milk in the scrambled eggs, um, or if there are going to be eggs or, you know, it's just going to be a bunch of pastries or something, but there probably will at least be fruit. So I'm kind of banking on that. But like I said, I'll probably eat beforehand anyway. And then on Sunday afternoon, we're going to our landmates, uh, four year old's birthday party. And, um, I mean, I don't know if I ever would plan to eat at a four-year-old's birthday party, (laughs) but for this, I definitely will eat before I go. So that's also another kind of foolproof plan is just, you know, at the same time, like be in control of your food choices, eat before you go. And if you get there and there is certain food that you can eat, then great. And, you know, also just remind yourself that this is just a a 30-day data collection process. This is not your life. It's not like you're never going to be able to eat cake at a four-year-old's birthday party ever again. Um, but you know, I think that's part of just doing this program. One of the biggest things about doing this program for me is now and has always been every time I've done it before, just making that commitment to myself of like, if I'm going to make this commitment, I am the type of person who wants to do it a hundred percent. We've talked about, you know, maybe this isn't like you want to just kind of clean up your diet, but doing the quote unquote whole 30, to a T is not what is realistic for you or is just not what you feel like is necessary. And that's totally fine for me. If I commit to something like this, I really want to commit to it. And I don't want to be the person who's like, Oh, you know, I did a whole 30 except I X, Y, Z. And you know, like we talked about the def, you know, the, the creators of the whole 30 made it very strict for a reason. And they, since they're the creators of it, it's their program. They can do what they want you know, whatever that's, that's on them. But at the same time, I think for me, what I then decide is like, okay, then if I'm going to say that I'm going to do this and I am going to take that strictness into account and that's just my own personal way of going about it. So, you know, just trying to have some perspective again as to like, it's not like I'm never going to be able to go to a barbecue and eat potato salad ever again. I'm just not going to do it this weekend, which is fine. Um, that's about it. I, feel like 
you know, my um, mentality around this whole thing has not shifted a ton in the last few days. I feel like it's still just kind of the same, just really trying to be really mindful of what I'm feeling about around food and, you know, trying to look at that, at those things objectively and really try to take into account like what, you know, I think this is a good time for me to take a step back also and not, not just look at, at my food choices, but also look at my health and fitness goals and really want, you know, think like, okay, why are those my goals? Why, why do I care about that? Like, how can I distill the things that I want down into, you know, a, a specific goal or a specific statement? And, um, I think that that kind of comes back to, you know, just wanting to feel comfortable in my skin, but what else does that look like? And what do I mean by that? And those are all just things that I'm kind of trying to think about through this, through this process. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. Um, I'm not sure whether or not we will do any bonus episodes over the weekend. Kind of just depends on our schedules and when Joy is home to uh, post everything. She does all of our episode posting. So I bet we'll probably check in at least once over the weekend. I hope you guys really liked our Mind Pump episode that came out yesterday. If you haven't heard it yet, go get it. Um, it's two and a half hours long. So hopefully that will tide you over over the weekend. And also just a really quick plug. Um, we posted today about the new four athletics printed leggings. So go check out that Instagram post because they have some really cute prints and I would just be sad if they didn't end up getting funded. Anyway, I have said anyway, like 10 times this, this episode. So I apologize. Hope you guys have a great weekend and we will check in again soon.